Hello and welcome to my first ever Expand podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the awakening and how we can all shift into the right vibrational frequency. A lot of us have been feeling the shifting. A lot of us have had the symptoms of awakening, but a lot of us don't exactly know what's going on. So today I'm going to be talking about the physical symptoms of awakening, the energetic signs of awakening, as well as the how-to guide on how, how to awaken, how to shift yourself to that vibrational frequency level where you're feeling content, happy, you're feeling elevated, you're feeling energetic and passionate and motivated. And that's a place that I think all of us want to get to. And it's not that far away either. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is what exactly is the awakening? Like if I were to really summarize it, how would I, how would I define it? And a lot of people are starting to wake up. Not a lot of people are aware of the terms. So how I would define the awakening is a shift in vibrational frequency, right? So I believe that waking up, in a sense, is just simply shifting your vibration. And in shifting your vibration, a lot of things happen. I mean, essentially, you know, if things happen the right way, your whole life changes because you're shifting, But the number one thing that I find that typically happens during an awakening is that you begin to be self-actualized. And that's a pretty cool term, but what does it really mean? And from my understanding, from my own channeling and my own definition, I believe that self-actualization is the awareness of oneself To the point where we can really be either subjective in one moment, coming from a perception, or we can be objective in one moment, coming from this kind of like third-party detached view. And it's really important for all of us as humans to hop in and out of our own perception. Because as you all probably know, If we get too caught up in our own mind and our own projection and our own perception, then we really hold ourselves back from seeing things the way that they are rather than the way that we think they should be. So if we get too caught up in our projection and our perception, then we kind of lose sight at the bigger picture. So the more and more we become self-actualized, the more and more we have this and go through this raising vibrational frequency or this awakening, the more and more we see life from a different perception. And this can be a really huge benefit. And through that different perception, we can also start looking at and analyzing our life in a very different way as well. And part of that analysis comes around to, am I really happy? You know, part of that analysis has a lot to do with questioning not just everything and everyone around you, but questioning yourself. Um, You know, am I happy? Am I living the life that I've always wanted to live? 
Am I where I need to be or where I want to be? Am I doing things out of obligation or out of pure want and desire, right? Once we start to raise our vibration, a lot of things in our life are called into question. And to be honest, they're called into question for good reason. So when we think about waking up, it's really just the understanding that we are starting to be much more aware of who we are in the grand scheme of things rather than just what we're doing in the grand scheme of things. And a lot of people out there are living their lives on autopilot. They aren't necessarily awakened because they're not simply aware of who they are and why they're here. And I think, to be honest, just from my own perception and my own awareness of humanity, I think people are scared to ask those bigger questions. I think that, you know, I think that people are fearful to ask if they're happy or not for fear of the answer coming back that they aren't happy. And then what? And then we have to make a decision. Are you going to change your life? For the better, of course, but, it, you know, change takes work. Or are you going to continue to live that mundane, rudimentary, day-to-day -day life where you're questioning everything but you're not doing anything about it? And a big part of the shift in vibration is it's almost pushing us, all of us, myself included, to change, to shift, to awaken, right? And you have to ask yourself, are you ready? Am I ready to shift, to change, to awaken? Now, guaranteed, most of you, if not all of you, especially those of you listening to this podcast, whether you know who I am or not, most likely you've been awakening. You know, there's a lot of dates that have been coming up here, but I find that 2016 to 2018 was a huge shift for everyone and a lot of people broke down and scraped back the layers of their life that didn't serve them. Maybe it was a relationship that crashed and burned. Maybe it was a job that they got fired from. Just keep in mind that even if it is perceivably out of your control, you are always creating your own contracts. So please keep that in mind. So let's just talk about the physical and the energetic symptoms of awakening. It's important that you are validated in what you've been going through so that you don't feel A, alone, and B, uh, crazy, you know? And, and I know I've been there too. So the physical symptoms of awakening, just from my own perspective, exhaustion is almost one of the main physical symptoms of awakening. And it's because... As we are shifting, right, once again, the awakening is only a shift in vibrational frequency. As we are shifting, we are raising our vibration, we're raising our energy, and as we do so, we're still dealing with the lower vibrations or the lower energies that are around us. So in the middle of your awakening, in the middle of your shift, you will be hopping from a high vibration to a low vibration, from a high vibration to a low vibration. That's why a lot of us have been hibernating. I mean, I don't know about any of you, but I have been hibernating in the past couple of years. And it's because it's too exhausting to deal with the outside world when I'm going through my own thing, right? Um, and it's getting better. Uh, second physical symptom of the awakening or awakening in general 
body pains, super, super huge here. I'm not going to go into it too, too much, but I want to say that having weird aches and pains all across your body, especially when they come on very suddenly, has a lot to do with your body releasing things, well, things, energy that does not serve you anymore. And part of that is uh, intermingled with karma and past lifetimes, right? So we're actually releasing a lot of old injuries, old traumas to our body from past lifetimes at this time. And that's a huge part of the awakening as well. If you think about um, trauma and pain and injury in your body in past lifetimes or this lifetime in the past, it's a low vibrational frequency or it's a low perception, low vibrational perception that we have attached to that area of our body. That's why the pain has to come up again just to release anything else that you've been holding in there, right? Body pains are a huge part of awakening. Weird eating habits is the third thing I have here. Um, This is really funny and I've really been kind of going through this myself in the past couple of years. Sometimes I'm like really, really hungry for pistachios and sometimes I, you know, I'm really, really thirsty and other times I'm so nauseous I can't eat a thing, right? So it's just weird, either over hungry, lack of appetite and uh, and also nausea, big symptoms of awakening. It's just really, it has a lot to do with your solar plexus shifting. And then I also have headaches here as well. It has a lot to do with your third eye activating, your crown chakra activating. And that has a lot to do with, you know, once again, your own spiritual awakening. Let's talk about energetic signs of awakening. Um, 100% more emotional. If you have been more emotional in the past three years or even just more emotional in the past couple of months, then you are definitely feeling the signs and the symptoms of awakening. What's happening is we are living our lives on the surface level, right? So you're going to work, you have a family, you're listening to podcasts apparently, you know, you're doing your thing and that's great and you're living life on the surface level and we deal with things or maybe not on the surface level at a moment to moment day to day basis. However, there is actually a whole other layer of energy, vibration, and emotion that we cannot perceivably or tangibly see in front of us, yet it is still always affecting us. Now, I just want to briefly go into this because it's important with this topic. Have you ever heard of nature versus nurture when you're growing up and, you know, what has the bigger impact on you? Is it the nurture, right? How your parents raised you or is it your nature, which is your genetics and your predispositions, right? I believe that not only are we dealing with the effects of nature and nurture, which once again, these effects on our personality and on our lives are imperceivable. I don't even know if that's a word, but it definitely should be. And it's very similar to this other layer. I believe that not only are we dealing with nature and nurture, but I also believe that we're dealing with past lifetimes. Now, unlike nature and nurture, there are things that affect us energetically and we move on. With past lifetimes, they affect us. We perceivably move on at the surface level, but they still follow us. They're still affecting us on a day-to-day basis. Think about an irrational fear of the ocean, and yet you've never had a bad experience with the ocean. This is one of those layers that I'm talking about that are always there, but we cannot perceive it. And so 
recently, in the past couple of years, not only have we been dealing with the world around us as it is, which is seemingly easy, but we are also dealing with the rush of past life karmic energy that is coming up to the surface that we are being forced to deal with. Once again, in moving on to this higher vibrational state, we cannot take any energetic baggage or low vibrational frequency with us. And I just want to mention that it is quantum physics that states that two vibrations, okay, two energies of a different frequency cannot coexist in the same space, right? So here we are, we're talking about polarity. Within this scientific understanding of polarity and energy, think about a radio. And when you're thinking about radio stations, you think about 91.7 and 105.5, right? It's fantastic. Great, great radio stations. I don't know what they are, but they're probably really great. So those two radio stations, those two frequencies cannot coexist on the same station, if that makes sense. So the 105.5 and the 97.2 or whatever I said, they cannot coexist on the same frequency. It's just the laws of physics. So we have to think about this with energy and vibration as well. We're purging out all of the low stuff in order to really live that high vibrational life. A couple of other energetic signs of awakening, um, being very emotionally sensitive. Now, typically it's like, oh, you're just being sensitive. But recently it's been your empathic qualities and empathic abilities heightening. So what's happening is that you're getting more and more sensitive to the world around you because you are more in tune with your own energy. If you are becoming more and more self-actualized, which is really just self-awareness, if you're becoming more and more aware of yourself, then essentially you are becoming more and more aware of the energies around you that affect you. And that's really important to note as well. A um, couple of other energetic signs, anxiety and depression. These are huge with awakening. And this is like a whole other podcast in itself, but I do just want to briefly mention, it's okay if you've been feeling really sad or really lonely or really disconnected or really freaking anxious. That's okay. You know, it's a huge part of raising your vibration and ascending to the next level. And the reason why it's a huge part of this is because we have to look at, we have to deal with the low vibration before we step into the high vibration. It's just one comes before the other. We have to deal with our old selves before becoming our new selves. We can't take any of that stuff with us. And the more and more we feel energy, and the, and the poor people out there who have no idea there's something called new age spirituality or awakening, right? They, they're just going through all of these symptoms and they have no idea what's going on with them. And so they're going through this, this, this phase of feeling everything, going through this roller coaster ride of emotions on their own and feeling like they're absolutely crazy. And that feeling of thinking that you are the only one going through that or why why aren't I strong enough to deal with this or why am I all of a sudden so sensitive or why am I eating everything in my fridge, right? That can create a lot of depression. And mostly the anxiety, the fluttering in the stomach comes from a shift in the solar plexus, right? So you have we have to realize that these things have a very logical explanation as far as why they're happening. 
Okay, a lot of like ego pushback, strong mind thoughts, negativity, a lot of old habit patterns coming back. This is all a part of your shifting signs of awakening. So, so now what? That's great. Now you all know that you're shifting. Awesome. You know, it really doesn't sound like a great experience. It really doesn't because we have to deal with that stuff that we haven't dealt with for years. And I think we can all agree that we haven't been properly dealing with our emotions and our energies and our traumas of the past, whether you're aware or not aware of them, right? We haven't been dealing with them. And then the main reason why we haven't been dealing with our shit is because we were never taught how to deal with our shit. You know, we were busy in school, in the education system, learning about geography and history and bullshit that we're never going to apply to our present moment. We didn't learn, okay, well, you know, when you feel abandoned by your father... How do you deal with that? We were never taught this in school. I mean, maybe you're from Sweden and you were taught some pretty cool things, but I know over here in North America, we were just not taught it. And it's kind of sad, to be honest. Um, anyway, so how do we shift? Like, how do we overcome? How do we overcome all of that? Like all of that, you know, I, I would say the number one thing is just surrender, like, try not to push back on the emotions that you're feeling. Just really accept and love yourself no matter what. Like, that's the number one thing is just surrender to it. You're not waving a white flag. You're not throwing in the towel. You are just openly surrendering. And within that surrender, you can actually be vulnerable. And within that vulnerability, it's a lot easier to break down your walls and to actually shift. Not for anyone else, but for yourself. So the other thing that I have here is let everything go that doesn't serve you, right? So, I mean, if, if you go into work every day and you tell yourself, I hate what I do, I hate my job, this isn't serving me, or this doesn't make me feel good, or my boss makes me feel disempowered, that's pretty much a good indication that all of that isn't serving you. And it's about time to move on, right? To move forward, super important. Okay, so the other thing too is trust and listen to your intuition. Okay, step number three. Step number one, surrender. Step number two, let go of everything that doesn't serve you. That could be a job, that could be a friend, that could be an unhealthy dynamic with a parent, right? Number three, how do, you, how do you shift? How do you awaken? Number three is trust and listen to your intuition. Super, super, super important. You are the only one who knows what you need. You are the only one who is able to get you to where you want to go. Um, that is not a teacher. That is not a guru. That is not your boss. That is not your wife. That is not your husband. You know, it's not your dog. No one is going to show you what you need. No one is going to tell you how to live your life it really comes down to you. Therefore, in taking full responsibility for the life that you are living, you have to make choices that really do serve you. And a lot of you are, are probably thinking, you know, how do I make that choice? How do I make that right choice? And all it comes down to is just trust yourself. Do not externalize your power into anyone or anything else other than you. And that's it. So trust and listen to your intuition. At all times, your intuition is telling you, this is good, this is not good, this feels right, this doesn't feel right. And 
It is with our projection and our autopilot and our fears and our walls where we actually refuse to listen to our own intuition. Say, for example, you walk into a grocery store, you do this once a week, you look around, you're like, well, Wednesdays we have spaghetti, Fridays is meatloaf or whatever. Um, I don't know. Tuesdays is soup night, right? So you get all the things that you usually get. But what if you were to stand there and just say, Okay, intuition, lead the way. Show me, show me what I need to make the kids this week, right? And all of a sudden, you're going down the pharmacy aisle. All of a sudden, you're looking at the cough medicine. You're like, oh, no one's sick right now. I don't need this. Why would I spend extra money? You forget about it. You go home. Two days later, your little boy is coughing on the couch, right? And so you're like, ah, oh, dang, I wish I listened to my intuition. And we all have those moments, but if we catch ourselves in those moments and we just trust the intuition that's coming through, our life is going to be a lot easier, right? Because there's a lot of back and forth that we all do, you know, not listening to our true intuition. So keep that in mind. And the last thing that I have here before I leave you is find new things that excite you right? So we're letting go of stuff that doesn't serve us. We're surrendering to the emotions that are coming up. We are trusting and listening to our intuition. And after you've done all of that, it's time to really start anew. It's time to really live the life that you deserve to live. And a part of that is doing new things, meeting new people, trying new foods. And if I were to ask you, what excites you? You are probably so in between two different vibrations, you don't even know what excites you because all you know is that the stuff that used to excite you a year ago or 10 years ago no longer fuels your fire, no longer pushes you forward. So you're kind of at a loss and that's okay. And the reason why you have no idea what excites you right now is because you haven't rediscovered slash discovered your new self. Who is the new you at a new vibration? What do you like to eat? What don't you like to eat? What movies do you like to watch? All of this has changed with your vibration. You are a new person and it is finally time to start asking yourself, who am I? Why am I here? What do I want? And what's really going to fuel me every day? What's really going to challenge me and wake me up and bring me into the present moment and excite me? What is that? What is that ideal life that I promise you all could be living? So thank you. Thank you all for listening to this very first and really powerful podcast. It is my mission to help all of you get to where you want to go. 